Peace, everyone. This is Alicia coming to you from Houston, Texas. You are listening to the Microdosing Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to our third season, you guys. We made it, season three. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Our topic for today is emotional debris. So what is emotional debris? Um, pretty much what it sounds like. It's the emotional clutter, the emotional garbage, things that we need to get rid of. Unfortunately, um, people tend to hold on to their emotional debris so tightly that it can actually become a part of their identity. Um, they can find themselves uh, just kind of recycling experiences, recycling pain that they're just not capable of letting go. And when you try to nudge them to get get them to let it go, they actually can become very defiant or combative or just offended that you would ask them to do such a thing. So why would you ask someone or why would you encourage someone to clear their emotional debris or their emotional clutter? Well, it's the same as not allowing trash to build up in your house. It attracts unwanted things, (laughs) whether it's bugs, creatures, or whatever. You have to take that trash out. And there are people walking around with so much emotional debris around their heart. You could see them leaning forward. You can see their posture beginning to curl forward because now the shoulders are carrying so much weight. Um, the shoulders also want to protect the heart, right? So you, you start bending forward and hunching forward. When that starts to happen, you're losing the vitality of your heart, oxygen, blood flow, all of those things get compromised when your posture starts to change. A person whose heart is open Their posture is usually where their shoulders are back. So you can even check in with yourself right now to see where are your shoulders when you're sitting up? Are they curled forward or are they arched back where you're allowing your heart to lead you through your day? It's a very vulnerable position to be able to lead with your heart, which is why it's important to release that emotional debris because if you don't, Those emotions will come out when you least expect them. You'll be talking about something completely different. And then all of a sudden, something will trigger you. And you'll be having a conversation that's not even relative to what's happening. Your emotions will get the best of you. You may say or do things that you really don't intend to say or do. But there's an imbalance there. When you're not taking out the emotional debris or clearing the emotional clutter then when good things happen, you may not even be able to embrace them fully because you are imbalanced. You have more clutter than you have good times. And so even when something good happens for you, you don't believe it. You don't think people are being genuine with you. You don't think that people love you. You um, may complain that people don't check on you or people don't call you. But when you look at the balance, right, of emotional debris and the good things that happen, you're probably not calling anybody and checking on them either. And so that's the imbalance of it all. It starts to make you believe that you're not lovable. It starts to make you believe that you're incapable of love. And it's a very lonely place. So 
one thing that I want to do in this podcast in particular is offer suggestions because I get that a lot. You know, we talk about the thing and then I get um, emails and things of like, so what do I do? And so clearing the emotional clutter is um, there are a couple of things that you could do. Meditation. You can go back to season one. The very first episode is on meditation, where you can do it, how it works, so on and so forth. But being quiet and being still is a great way to listen to what your heart has to say and releasing releasing, releasing those emotions. That's a great way to start. Another way is yoga. Do a lot of heart-opening poses, lots of sun salutations. Allow your heart to be exposed to the sun and to the sky. Lots of arches and back bends. We carry a lot of tension in our neck and our shoulders, and it's our responsibility to open ourselves up. So yoga really helps in that way um, because it's about the movement, not so much the strength. And so yoga is a great way to open your heart. Another way, which is a way that I prefer, um, and a lot of people uh, have trouble with it because they feel like they lack the commitment, but I always just tell people, just do it. As much as you want to feel good, that's how much you should do it. It's, It's truly something that you just have to decide that you want, and that's journaling. And it doesn't have to be um, anything formal. Yeah, I recommend three full pages of journaling, random. Just get it all out. And what that does is um, it really clears out all of the debris so that you can have a more clear day. You know, it's like you took out the trash before your day started. And being able to do that, you're not running old information. You're not processing that old information so that when you get in a conversation with someone, all of this old stuff starts coming up and then you're dominating the conversation with your pain and your trauma and so on and so forth. And people just start kind of like scurrying because that's not really where they want to be. Excuse me. And so what this does is it gives you an opportunity to get rid of that. But now most people, not most, but many people will give you every reason in the world why they don't journal. I mean, people give a lot of reasons why they can't do a lot of things. And so I just have a, 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 um, a habit of, you know, before people start complaining or, talking about like things like their high blood pressure or diabetes or anything like that. When we have, before we even begin those conversations, I'm like, so what was your blood pressure this morning? And if they can't answer that, we're not going to have the conversation because you're not managing something that is your responsibility. If you can't tell me what your sugar was this morning, I'm not really interested in having the conversation with you because you're not doing your part to manage it. Now, if I ask you, what was your blood sugar level this morning? You're like 97. Okay, well, let's have a conversation. What's going on? You know, because you're doing your part. And so emotional debris is no different. It becomes, excuse me, 
it becomes a situation where it's like, so have you journaled? Yeah, I did. Okay, so what else is going on? Now we can have a conversation because what you're, what, what's not going to happen is you're not going to keep hitting me with what we talked about the other day. You already got that out. And so that's why journaling is so important. There are a lot of things that you can do without other people to manage the emotional debris in your life. You have to release your attachments to other people to want to hear you, to feel like you need to decompress and download, to vent all of those things, which are cool. You know, we all need somebody to vent to, but we also need to remember that everybody's going through something. Everybody is carrying something, whether you can see how heavy it is or not, whether they look like they're managing life and their life looks great. You have no idea the things that people are trying to manage in their lives. And it's unfair for you to come around with all of the emotional debris unchecked in your life and just kind of dump that on other people. So I want you to just kind of think about what are some other ways that you can clear the emotional debris from your life and just give yourself an opportunity to have grace to release that, to let it go, to know that it no longer serves you a purpose and that the sooner you get it done, the sooner you can make room for all of the things that your heart desires but it, it, it can't happen till you do some cleaning. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to be kind to yourself and each other. And until we speak to each other again, peace and light.